Atma Namaste, everyone, and welcome back to Pure Energy Podcast. This is episode eight, and I would not feel right starting this episode without giving a global shout out to everyone. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do. Everyone in the hospitals, everyone in the nursing homes, everyone in the in vendor locations and restaurants, thank you for your perseverance. Thank you for preserving life and humanity as we know it. Um, thank you to the entire human race and our civilization that has come together in this time of challenge. It has certainly led to opportunities. And what I've seen, I never want to stop seeing. It's the love, the compassion, the understanding, the empathy that is going out to everyone across the globe and really makes me question, do I want to go back to normal? And I challenge you with that question as well. Do you really want to go back to normal? I'll get off my soapbox now because that's the next episode, going back to normal. Um, so that's it. I just want to say thank you. And an extra thank you also to Kyle Moffat who gave me the idea to create this particular episode. So this episode is all about interacting with technology, but with meaning. And the current state of the world has brought us closer together than ever before. And we have technology to thank for that. Now, that is proven through all of the social media platforms and all of the online video platforms that we've been utilizing to stay connected with people that we can't see um, in person. We can't hug, we can't kiss them. Um, really, Microsoft Teams, uh, Skype, Zoom, so many of these platforms that have allowed us to still enjoy one another and still connect as best as possible. Now, back in my Saved by the Bell days, watching Zach Morris take out his eight pound Motorola Dynatec cell phone, literally the size of his head, I never imagined that cell phones or technology would be what it is today. Now, as per Thrive Global, 2.7 billion people are using social media and that is and continues to rise. Now, while technology makes communication super fast and convenient, it also removes body language, tone, and other things which help us understand one another and form bonds. Now, it's estimated from research that we'll spend at least five years worth of our life accessing various social media accounts. In 2017 alone, the average time a person spent on social media per day was 135 minutes. I'm sure that has doubled, if not tripled, with how fast we get sucked into the social media wormhole of scrolling. And as we progress technologically, younger generations are finding it more and more difficult to build relationships because they're so connected to their phones, iPads, tablets, laptops, anything relatively touchscreen or voice activated and does not require lengthy vocabulary use or no vocabulary use at all. I mean, there are even keypads now that all you have to do is scroll your thumb around and create a word and autocorrect fix it for, fixes it for you if it's incorrect. So, yet social media is not a bad thing. It's just how we've decided to engage with it as a society, as a culture, as a world. It is truly a useful tool, but how we interact with this technology is in our control. Now, if you haven't figured it out already, I'm a huge 80s baby, yet I too have allowed myself to succumb to social media. 
Not too long ago, um, I actually started to realize a side effect from overuse. Now, I hadn't realized it at the time, but I was standing in line when we were able to stand in line in stores and a ton of people around me and I'm just like grabbing my pocket, my back pocket. Now, I, I would keep my cell phone in my back pocket or my front pocket, whichever I had available. And I was constantly grabbing my legs, grabbing my ass, grabbing my legs. And I looked like I either had fleas or I was losing my mind. But what I found out was that it was an actual side effect from overuse of my cell phone and keeping my cell phone on my person all the time. Anyone remember phantom vibration syndrome? Well, it's real and it's super freaky. It's an apparent side effect of cell phone use or cell phone overuse. Your body learns the habit of the cell phone vibrating to alert you that there is a text or a post and will vibrate involuntarily. It's like you're playing peekaboo with your pocket. It's not fun. Um, And how did I overcome that? Well, for me, it was a sign to put the phone down and walk away. But it's not that simple for so many people. And what I incorporated in my daily life was not only did I put the phone away, but I also started to meditate and as an energy healer, cleanse my chakras to find balance within my body again Um, in order to remove that phantom vibration. Now, it's not so simple for for so many other people. So what do we do? Well, in my research, I came across a really interesting article from Pamela Pavlizak. She is the founder of Future Feeling and author of Emotionally Intelligent Design. And what she says is this. Most people believe the best way to restore balance in our relationship with technology is to completely disconnect from it which we know that's a little rough. But we shouldn't have to switch off our devices to feel inner peace, she says. Instead of unplugging from technology entirely, we should learn to design and engage with it in ways that support our emotional well-being. Now, I've had articles or episodes um, in the past through Pure Energy that I talk about emotional intelligence. Well, she's talking about the same thing but incorporating it into technology, having technology become more emotionally intelligent. And guess what? We as humans get to control that. Now, she also says, while it's certainly not a bad idea to put down your device and take a walk outside, it's not a successful strategy for balance in the long term. It's like someone going cold turkey. Not many people can handle that. Switching off is no longer the right response, she says, to our unhealthy relationships with technologies. Instead, we have to learn how to have a better relationship with them. So what does that look like? Besides meditation and balancing your chakras and putting the phone down for a specific amount of time, what are the other ways in which we can find balance with technology? Well, the first thing is prioritizing our direct communication over indirect communication. So I don't think this is new to anyone that we are starting to see a decline in our communication skills as a human race. Now, that also goes for the younger generation. We are lazily responding without thought. And the one thing that we use the most are emojis. We are, and and I'm a culprit of it as well. It's the heart, the prayer hands, the clapping, the 100, and we lose sight 
of how to communicate effectively and sincerely. Now, there are a lot of things out there that will help us come out of that autopilot mode and help us engage sincerely. Um, What are some of the platforms? Well, Snapchat gets us in front of a camera. We can engage sincerely with another human being um, by being vulnerable in front of the camera and, you know, wearing our heart on our sleeve and they can see our body language, our face. They can apply our body language to our words rather than making up what our tone is um, when sending a text message, which is, again, the most popular way to communicate with people nowadays. So Snapchat, Snapchat is one way. Another way is Instagram, IGTV. You also have Instagram video chat, um, which allows you that more personable experience with someone. Um, So utilize that because that will take you out of autopilot. Um, Another way is to cultivate more creating, less consuming. And I've said this in my past podcast episodes as well. You have to give as well as receive. So why not create? Get those creative juices flowing and create a Pinterest board for other people to uh, access and utilize or How about the next time you're on Google, and that was thunder by the way, um, the next time you're on Google or Amazon, leave a well thought out curated review. Um, That will help somebody else, but it also puts your wordsmith skills to use. Another way to really create and connect is why not download Babbel? Learn a new language that you've been waiting to create the time for which you already have and put that to use by connecting with someone on a deeper level on social media join a a social media platform that um, is dedicated to that language and start communicating and you'll never know how many interesting people are out there and what you'll learn until you take the step to do so another great way um, to come out of autopilot and find balance is leave mental white space. Um, And what do I mean by that? Well, it's that swipe and refresh that we're in. Uh, We have so many apps on our phones and we get so many notifications. How about only allow notifications or pop-up notifications from your friends and family? Um, And give yourself time to think. That's what we mean by mental white space. Create that void um, in your head. Uh, so that you're only receiving notifications from family and friends and it gives you an opportunity to kind of pause, reflect. And there are a lot of apps out there like the Quartz app that will let you choose how much you want to learn about each story that they have to offer. Or Twitter, while your away feature, also lets you catch up without endlessly scrolling and refreshing and swiping. Um, so there are that's one great way to give yourself a break. The other way is minimizing numbers. Now, this is a huge one. And Instagram um, has really took, they took the right step in minimizing how attached we are um, and in in a very unhealthy way uh, to numbers. And they recently got rid of the number of likes count that that was visible to everybody. And now they limited it to just the Uh, individual owner of the Instagram page but it really is an unhealthy way to look at life Um, 
scale check it's like scale checking right when you're looking to create be this or create this physical peak uh, appearance um, get your body in shape and you're eating healthier but that scale is like always calling you and you're on it every single day that's why they say don't get on the scale stop looking at the pounds because it can be a natural deterrent or a depressant so it's the same thing with numbers. Nothing encourages an unhealthy relationship with social media or a Fitbit like numbers. So what we want to do is we can restore our brains and our, our that, that empty space, the missing context of not seeing those numbers by journaling. There are a lot of offline or online apps that allow you to actually journal what you're feeling every single day, every minute if you have to. If you feel like you're looking for or looking to consume some sort of number or like count, then journal instead. Give yourself that creative freedom and that outlet to be able to write down what you're feeling, why you're feeling it, and how you are going to um, progress from that moment. It takes the emphasis off of numbers and it allows you to scale back. And you never know, you could end up discovering you're an author in the making. Now, as users, the daily decisions we make shape the technology we use. What we choose to do and not do often literally shapes how machines learn and what we assign value to informs the people who design technology. That's why reviews are so great. So be conscious and take control back, but do it by truly connecting with technology and not completely going cold turkey and disconnecting. Now, I'm sure there are a lot of people that are gonna um, disagree with me on a very personal uh, level, and I'm fine with that. These are just suggestions. Now, do I find flaws with technology? 100%. Do I agree with the way in which we use technology all the time? Not necessarily. However, we can find ways in which we can adapt appropriately and healthy um, and build healthy relationships with technology rather than dismissing it altogether. Because at the end of the day, even though we have control over how we interact with technology, Um, The governing body right now is pushing technology beyond what we've ever dreamed of. So it's not about fighting what is the inevitable. It's about adapting to it and learning how to utilize it in a balanced way in our life. Modern technology enables us to connect to anyone in the world whenever we want. Our current situation proves that now more than ever. I challenge you to think about whether or not we are really more connected to each other or more alone since human interaction decreases the more technology increases. Right? Or you can even go watch the 2012-2013 movie Disconnect with Jason Bateman. Um and watch it with someone, spark conversation about it because it touches on this exact topic. And I'll leave you with this. Um, I am very appreciative of technology and I am grateful for it because it allows me a platform to be able to create this podcast and reach so many more people than I would have ever thought of. 
And Dr. Jim Taylor from HuffPost says it beautifully. Life creates memories. So don't forget to create your own. Disconnect when you can, but with balance and peace. Thank you for listening. And until next time, Atma Namaste.